0: Which blockchain is most active? Which blockchain should you learn about first? Where should you build a decentralized app or where should you build an NFT marketplace? If you are into NFTs, or if you are a developer, if you are someone who is interested in Web3, then this episode is for you. In this episode of the Web3 podcast, I am interviewing Jiri Kobelka. Jiri is the founder and CEO of Tatum. Tatum is a platform that allows you to build marketplaces for NFTs. They have over 1,000 marketplaces and over 16,600 developers who use their platform. Hello innovators and explorers! Welcome to another episode of the Web 3.0 podcast. I'm your host Sam Kamani. I am an Amazon best-selling author and a tech startup founder. I'm here to take you on a journey to explore this new land of Web 3.0 which is filled with opportunities that can help you build generational wealth. Jerry. it's great to have you on the show. So looking forward to talking about um, Tatum. I'm a member of your Discord community and I have been following your work on LinkedIn and just online and being in the space of working and building NFTs and creating that and creating NFT platforms. I've been very interested in knowing more about Tatum. So first of all, I'd like to know, how did you get started um, with Tatum?
1: Well... My background originally, my background is banking. I spent 15 years in banks as a, as an IT person. I was a, I was a core banking expert. And so I did, for example, conversion to Euro in some countries and, and, you know, a lot of fun. And I think it's over five years ago, my wife told me I should be interested in blockchain. And so it's her fault. I mean, she, I think, I think she regrets now. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how, how we started. I mean, she said, you know, you should be interested in that. And I, you know, I was, I was from the banking, so I was like, okay, that that's Bitcoin. It's a scam, right? (laughs) So (laughs) I don't do that. And she said, but you know, maybe you should read about it. She's persistent. I can tell. And uh, so I started reading about it and then I realized, I mean, it's actually incredible technology. It will change the world. Hopefully, for better, <laughs> yeah. but what what I realized is that um it's still early and and very difficult for developers to use it is. so that's it is, yeah, yeah so so that's how we started day two, and because with my co-founder Sam <laughs> and others we we were thinking like okay, so you know. Most developers are basically using frame, using frameworks, whereas, yeah. you know, Web three right now is basically have to go to, I mean, first of all, you have to run the node, but that's, or you can, you know, rent it somewhere in FURA or something. Yeah. But then you actually have to be expert in that particular blockchain. Yeah. You actually have to know how to code in this blockchain. Now you actually have to code everything from scratch. Like in most cases, unless you are building some hello world app. It will take you six, 12 months to get some reasonable results because you have to go there, you have to scan blocks and all the crap you don't actually want to do, it's just because there is no other way. So, so, so you do that. And, and then, <laughs> and then what happened to Ethereum was it become too expensive. So whatever you have built, you can just throw it away and start over somewhere else <laughs> For, yes. I mean, what happened, what happened actually yesterday with Polygon, Polygon, right? Yes, exactly. That's terrible. Like, you know, they had 30 GUEs, Guay piece yes. and yesterday it was about four and a half thousand, basically 150 times more. <laughs> and the thing is, and the thing is, I, I, I strongly believe that people should not do this assembler style building directly in, uh. And, you know, connecting directly to nodes. I mean, it's useful, it's useful, but it shouldn't be kind of rule. And, and it's better to use some framework, which abstracts you. And, and that's what we, what we, what we did with Tatum basically created framework where it's abstracted. So you don't have to be blockchain expert. You can switch to any chain basically in seconds. So, so those people who are using Tatum yesterday. They just switched in a minute to some other chain and their app was working. Whereas, you know, those who <laughs> yes. are not running on datum they basically have to <laughs> pay all costs. So, yes. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I know, I know the The thing is that everyone is fed up with the Ethereum fees, <laughs> but still there is so much developer activity in on the ether side of things. Compared to any other um, chain or, or is there not really, not
1: no, really. no, actually, actually we have, because we have about 16,600 developers on the yes. platform and over 6,000 apps, like one want th- over 1,000 NFT marketplaces yes, so on. So we actually see a lot of data already for the po- oh, that's fantastic. past year. Yes. So I can share with you. Oh, I'd love to numbers. Know. So. Ethereum is yeah. being used by developers. So we have, let's me, about eighteen blockchains we were following in this report. We are actually creating some report. It's not ready yet, but I have numbers here, so I can share yeah, them. Yeah. We don't have Solana and and others because we started to support them later last year. So we were not able. I mean, we don't have enough data to kind of you know do yeah. some conclusions, but. Ethereum was about 7% of the whole usage okay. and the, yeah. the activity on Ethereum was only 0.3%. So basically by activity or transactions, I mean rights to yes. the blockchain, right? It's a database, you yes. can read, you can write. So I think Bitcoin was 68%. So 68% of traffic was Bitcoin, but only 0.01% of activity is right because it's slow. So, you know, what would what, what you, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can just write like six transactions anyway. And that means that a lot of apps are using Bitcoin because it's a, uh, it's a standard, but they are only reading information. No one is actually doing anything really. And the most active blockchain last year yes. from the major ones was actually Polygon. And it's interesting. They have like almost five percent of of the of the u- overall usage, and eighteen percent of the usage is actually right. Basically, transactions, minting, and yes. So if you compare yeah. it to Ethereum, they have zero point three percent, and Polygon has seventeen or uh, sorry, eighteen percent. Wow, it's actually That's much more. Yes. So let's see. <laughs> let's see what will happen this year. I mean, even though. Polygon oh, had this issue with fees. This year it could be this month could be different.
0: <laughs> like every yeah. yeah, you know, if like this space moves so so fast. And and the thing is it's just neat. It's because it is um cheaper and OpenSea has made it, has removed the friction from the gas fees by absorbing it for polygon. So if you mint something on open using polygon or matic you don't mm. pay anything whereas if you mint something using ethereum it's like you know 80 to 200 dollars us depending on the time of the day <laughs> yes. and and that is to create the nft then to to sell it or a transaction mm. that's more or auction is more and then that's that's painful
1: <laughs> so so yeah yeah i mean there are a couple of, couple of things we we do recommend. So first of all, OpenSea is, I think, one of the first major NFT projects, right? I mean, yeah we all agree, hundred percent that uh, they did amazing so job.
0: Yeah, seventy percent of the traffic was like few months. I still like uh-huh. uh, September or October. I I should not again quote because <laughs> you have much better data than I have. Uh, both, uh, was on OpenSea like 60 70 percent of all the NFTs traded for. On or the I don't know the transaction volume or I don't know Ether or however you say it like by market cap was OpenSea somewhere I read that is that yes does...
1: <laughs> okay I, I I don't know this this number I don't know exactly so let's go with this one <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but what I can what I can tell is. I think OpenSea is, uh, they did amazing job, but I think we already see much, much bigger projects being built. If you think about it, like they have what, 25, 35,000 active users daily based on DepRadar. Yeah. Um, and, And I think it's kind of the first generation, to be honest, I mean, they they can do better job really like, I mean, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you cannot even see images on NFT, uh, of NFTs and, and, you know, OpenSea still have some issues with oh, caching yes. those things and technically and, and, and so on. Yes. And the user experience, I mean, it can always be better. And we all already see projects which are basically scaling to, to hundreds of thousands, even maybe millions uh, next year of daily active users. So OpenSea oh, wow. is kind of like. This first step. Yes. But I wouldn't <laughs> consider that like this is the final thing, even though they, they I think they recently raised like 300 million, crazy, and billion billion dollar valuation, but, which is a huge success, they, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's A16Z. I okay. think so. I think so. They are one of yeah. the investors in, in them and stuff. So, which NFT marketplace? would you recommend or you see as growing really well in this year, in
1: 2022? Um, I, do, I, I don't want to disclose. I can because we have this, you know, we have all these NDAs. So basically, yeah, we cannot... Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> then you would know that it's our customer because we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. numbers, but just wait to... I would say April, May, and we will see something. But right now, I think still, I would still stick to OpenSea because, you know, you have, you know, people there and you yes, have. That's the transactions.
0: main thing. And kind of transactions. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> so I would, I would, you know, just stay with OpenSea for yeah. now and, and you will see in, in May.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just thinking where else are people... I know SolSea has done well when it comes to Solana. A lot of transactions there. And what other... Say if there's an NFT creator, an NFT artist, what mm-hmm. other platforms would you recommend they should check out when it comes to NFT? Should they create their oh. own? Should they... <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, that's... Uh- that's a good question. It depends. It depends what how they want to brand basically their portfolio. We have uh a lot of projects which are building NFT marketplace, over really over thousand of them. And I mean there is kind of a funny story because we we have something we called NFT Maker, which is basically WordPress plugin. I saw that. And yes,
0: I checked yeah, it out
1: already. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it actually started as a kind of internal datum fun project. Just basically, you know, let's build something for fun. And it was, the first version was terrible. Like Mm. I wouldn't never use it, but we had like 300 live sites using this plugin. So we actually had to do another version, which is nicer and a little bit more (laughs) user-friendly yeah yeah uh, so so some of them are building or creating their own nft marketplaces even with this nft (laughs) maker or they're building it by themselves using API. and then i think still you know most of them are basically going to openc that's
0: so with your with your wordpress plugin can can someone create a, like you know a 10k pfp project type thing or would it be only sell limited item like an art by an artist that type of a thing i haven't tried it yet i have had a look uh-huh. at it but yeah
1: you actually can try it i mean the problem with NFT maker right now is that it only works with uh, paid plans. So there is no free oh, version. I,
0: know, I will. It's interesting. interesting. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's not a problem. Yeah, yeah. It, that, That's all good.
1: That. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I don't like it because I always like if people can try for free. But the problem here is that what we do is we do this lazy minting and we cover fees for you. So basically, yes. I mean, we have even API for that and it's kind of very popular. So yeah. as a... As a, as a developer, if, if you are building NFT marketplace, or if you want to mint NFTs, I mean, if you are a normal person, so first you have to send money from your bank account to some exchange, which by the way, in some European countries basically means the bank will close your bank account because you cannot do that and uh, they, they, you know, they, they don't like it. And, uh, <laughs> and then you have to do this exchange and, you know, you don't know how much actually uh, of, you know, I don't know, Ethereum or Polygon or whatever you will need because you don't know how, usually you don't know how much NFTs you will mint. So, and how much it will cost really. Then you have to, you have to send it to some address, keep, keep your treasure or something safe and, and actually don't lose anything and, and, and so, and, and create a code and, and, and so on. Whereas in, in, in Tatum case, you can do that, of course, if you like, it's a framework. I mean, we don't limit you, but there is one feature which allows you basically to just call, you know, mint NFT for me and we cover all fees for you. So you don't have to do anything from the, you know, it's just, it's just the basically, It just basically works like you buy the plan and whatever you mint will basically deduct from the plan from, from your yeah. credits you have. And that's the reason why NFT maker is paid, <laughs> and um, and uh, NFT maker is doing this lazy minting. So you you are not paying NFT immediately, but only once someone actually you know buy that. Buy. Um, that, yeah, yeah. But well, actually, I forget your question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that, that's all right. No, no. My question was that can you create? Like a custom mm-hmm. smart contract.
1: Not with NFT maker, because that's, yeah. you know, the, the purpose of an NFT maker is to make it simple. So make we can it just simple. mint NFT yeah. with images. By the way, actually interesting thing, which is uh, something people don't know really uh, very often yeah. <laughs> is that it's not only about paying fees for minting. You also have to pay fees for storing the data. Exactly so right. If you have some image. And it's stored in IPFS. Yep. Then you have to pay once a while. You have to pay fees for IPFS. Otherwise, they will delete it. It's a block, it, It's a blockchain, so you cannot. You, you shouldn't delete data, but it can, of course. So <laughs> yes. So what happens a lot is that people don't know. So they so they even if the devil if if if, if the developer actually pays the actual fees for IPFS for a year or something then. It will disappear. And it happened a lot last year, actually. A lot of people were like, where is my NST? Well, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they don't know to whom they should pay where it's, you know, it's very tedious. So we have this feature, which is kind of very unique where whatever you will mint with Tatum, including NFT maker, which is kind of built on top of Tatum as a, as a, as a developer platform, whatever you mint we actually cover all fees for you forever yeah so you don't have to take care of the data anymore we have this partnership with um, kind of amazing guys and 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 so we basically pay all fees so you don't have to pay that and 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 you know be worried that in three years it will be gone or something yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
0: so i have oh that's that that's good, and I mean, I have used like RV and other, you know,
1: mm. um, mm-hmm. places to store. Are you guys getting
0: funding <laughs> as well from them,
1: <laughs> or have you guys talked to them? <laughs> no, they they. So a that they I think they invest. well I think I know they invested uh, Alchemy, which is currently, I would say, our competitor partially. Yeah. Um, only partially because it's kind of like. They don't um, have a
0: product like what you have, like the um, no. WordPress plugin and a lo- lot of the other things that you guys do. They don't um, do
1: all those mm, things. It seems it's like the major it, right? if Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. But overall, I think the, the major difference here is that we are, our positioning is that we are framework helping developers to build blockchain apps much faster without yes. being blockchain yes. experts. Whereas... Yeah. You know, Infura, Alchemy and others are, I would say basically kind of like PHP hosting for blockchain nodes. So you still have to be blockchain expert. They, the only thing they do is they allow you access to the node, right? So for Ethereum, for, for others. So basically you have to be blockchain expert. We, We call this like, and you can see that as a pattern in every single technology, you have like these three generations. The first generation is kind of this assembler style. That's basically alpha, I mean, if you others, so you have to be expert in that particular technology. Then the second generation is usually like, you don't have to be expert in, 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 in every single technology, but you have tools <laughs> and you have a lot of them. Like, you know, if in, in web, like in 94, 95, you had to be expert in HTML and everything, and it was terrible. Right. And you code everything from scratch. There was no tools for that, yeah. and then you had tools like, I want to create image map or something. So you had one tool and you have to be good at the tool and understand how it works. Then you had to be, you have tool for compressing HTML and you have like 30 of them and yeah. that's what we have in blockchain space today. So it, so it's nice because you don't have to be expert in the technology anymore that much, yeah. but you have to be good in many, many, many tools. And it's kind of, you know, it's not really uh, developer friendly. And then the third generation is basically that you have everything in one place and it's kind of frictionless for you. So you can just build it. And that's where we are positioning Tattoom basically. So the major difference is that you don't have to build things from scratch. It's a multi-chain, it's cross-chain. So you can basically, you can code once and deploy to any chain. I mean, as long as it supports features you are using, right? So if you're minting NFT. You cannot deploy on Bitcoin because, but otherwise it, it's, it's the way how this works and, and I think in the next years, and, and we actually see bigger and bigger projects moving to, to this abstraction. This is kind of very funny story, but we have already seen kind of a huge number of bigger companies and, and, and. And we spoke with them like three years ago and it was like so two founders technical guys experts in yes. blockchain we don't need you guys right we we are we are good and then they succeeded uh now they are trying to get 50 100 200 engineers in a year yeah hiring 10 new people each month Yeah, and uh, now the problem is that you have only a limited number of, of blockchain developers, especially, I mean, the good ones. Yes, It's only yes. very few of them in the whole world. So if you're hiring 100 people, 200 people, you you, you you are happy to get average or more senior developer, actually. Yeah. I'm not talking even about blockchain developer. You have no chance to get 200 <laughs> blockchain developers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... Of course, if you go to LinkedIn, there is a lot of them.
0: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's funny. It's like, e- even in the web two space, the old school space it's just, there's that not that many really highly skilled developers out yeah. there, um, yeah. the the range varies so much when you talk about developers, and at the top there's very that's few, true. and that's why the the that's salaries true. are absolutely crazy. I, I'm I'm not sure you are <laughs> aware of what people are getting paid these days. In,
1: in I am aware. I am aware. We are still hiring people, so I know.
0: I don't know about uh, Shakerov like, but it's crazy. It's like in New Zealand, we never heard salaries of 300k to 300k, and and now. No. It, it huh. did, used to be, you know, it it used to be like hundred k was like oh considered really really good, but now hundred k is not not good at all in in that the place. And, and New Zealand is not that not the same level as California. You know, if you are hiring someone yeah. in in California or somewhere else or even Australia is like more expensive than New Zealand. It's crazy. People are getting paid like 600,000 plus stock options, plus other things and stuff. It's crazy. It's absolutely insanity out there (laughs) because, um, the thing is that so many developers, they are leaving their jobs at highly funded startups to go and mm. build something in the Web3 space. So in blockchain, in crypto, in mm. NFTs, in all these spaces. That's why you have a thousand, <laughs> thousand marketplaces suddenly, you know, and, and those people are sure. sharing. And there is so much money floating around in the market that that's why. All these startups are raising tens of millions on, uh, for in their seed round, you know, <laughs> which used to be a few hundred thousand back in the days. <laughs> <Now they're> starting <laughs> with twelve million um, in their pre-seed or seed round type thing, and and so they're going <laughs> to pay through anything to hire a developers <laughs> because they have to show that they have a team and yeah. they they are moving. Yeah. So it's 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 completely crazy world at the moment
1: <laughs> out there. That's true. That's true. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's the thing, but then when you start scaling and you are, you know, or, or basically series B, series C and, and, and further, you cannot, because there are not enough people actually. So what, what is happening? They are actually coming back to us and, and, you know, so we would like to start actually using you because, you know, I mean, you have basically two options either. Well, you have three options doing nothing and hoping, which is, you know, it, it's, a, it's also a kind of strategy. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it works. The other option, you can go with, you know, Tatum, for example, as a framework. And 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 the, and the last option, what they are trying to do today is they are actually having this six months long o- onboarding program where they are taking these Web2 developers and trying to make them Web3 developers. Yeah. The problem is that after six months, these guys are but free developers they are experts, so they can go somewhere else for the 600000 dollars.
0: Exactly right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> you say that pretty much they can get another job for six hundred K. Yeah.
1: Um, um, so thank <laughs> you very much for training. I do appreciate it. Next part good and, <laughs> and goodbye, you, right? That's yeah. Uh, and we have seen this last year a lot. So Yeah. You know, I, I, let's see.
0: Yep. Before we continue this episode any further, I would like to give you a chance to win a Supporter Badge NFT. This NFT will give you access to rewards and exclusive events in future. All you have to do to go in the draw to win this NFT is tweet about it or write about it in a post on LinkedIn. And remember to tag me at Sam Kamani. That's S-A-M-K-A-M-A-N-I. Now back to the show and talking about the shortage of talent in NFTs and the Web3 space. What I have seen is that there are NFT projects like which are worth hundreds of millions or even in billions these days. And there are NFT projects which are not even worth $10. So even though the initial investment that went into both the projects was Mm -hmm. the same, what differentiated was that one Team managed to get an audience, build a community mm-hmm. of 50,000 people because they had the best marketers, they had the best, <laughs> you know, business development people, they had the, or, or they did everything right on the promotion side, marketing sales mm-hmm. on that side. And the other team did everything right just on the technical side, but didn't do anything right on the other side. So, so there is yeah. a huge shortage of marketers as well in this space. That, and, and the thing is that because the, the profits are so instant in a, if the nft project does well that that the best ones are getting paid a lot <laughs> as well because they're getting paid uh, some of them are getting paid as a share of the of the profits mm. sort of thing so it is very hard to find good um people now in this space at the moment <laughs> because also because of the hype you it's know true. that maybe the hype will die down in 6 months and it'll be easier <laughs>
1: But who Okay, knows? this is my secret. But I'm hoping I'm I'm, I'm so looking forward to crypto Winter. Everyone is asking, you know, what will happen in crypto Winter, uh, and you know, it's I'm just like work. <laughs> Finally, so yeah, I, I don't know if I can share this, but actually, I'm looking forward to that because uh, there is so much noise right now that it's very difficult to actually see the real value. And and crypto Winter is very useful because it's kind of catalyst for good yeah. projects because good projects are still working. Yes. And those who are just running the hype or, or on the hype, they you know, they don't vanish. Basically. They vanish, you exactly yeah. right. Just like most
0: of those often twenty seventeen, eighteen. I don't know if you remember those. A lot of the
1: I do remember like I 10, do remember 10, 000, terrible 10, 000, experience.
0: Yeah, ten thousand <laughs> shit coins
1: <laughs> and somehow Dogecoin survived okay. and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean they have I don't know what they have on Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, but that's actually a good point. I can tell you, we have this, let me, so we have these numbers and the NFTs basically destroyed the 20 So just for information, we, we have seen about 30 times more activity on NFT side. So again, ERC 20, they have much more read operations, which is basically given, you know, because of history, what, what, because of 2017, 18 and so on, so yes. forth. But when it comes to NFTs, we had much more new NFTs. I mean, clearly the whole, <laughs> <2020 one> was, <laughs> the whole <laughs> Yes. Um, and what is interesting, if you have a little bit active projects, on average, and that was the number I was wrong about before, average project w- is doing about on average fifty eight transactions with one NFT. Wow! I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I just zero numbers of you know of those things. Yes. I'm not, I, I'm not saying like, you know, it's OpenSea because in OpenSea you create and then you sell. So you have like maybe two operations. But, you know, when it comes to gaming and, and other, because we have a lot of gaming projects on Tatum, built on Tatum, there is a lot of activity. So,
0: I mean, yes, some of them, I understand that some of them are bought and resold and resold again. Yeah, and, they, yeah, and then some, yeah. could some of them could be auctioned. That people are putting mm-hmm. a bid in, and every time a bid is put in, it takes it as a activity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, that's that, so what it could be because you know every it, yeah NFT could have like you know forty, fifty bids, eighty bids <laughs> before the auction closes.
1: So oh, that's what. It okay, does. this one. Okay, that's, that's a why. Good there question. Is, that's I why they travel, have so much
0: know. activity because I really, Probably. I I know from for fact. That most nft don't mm. sell <laughs> that that's just the reality yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Be- yeah. very few projects sell out and, and if they sell out yeah. they become big names and
1: stuff okay you know? so we, those are not actually included in this number because uh in this average because okay. so we we basically separated those who are kind of very active from those who are not who are just you know minting and, and waiting to sell or something yes, yes. but okay it okay. can be yes. like. That what I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan actually of, of NFTs and, and especially I, I really like kind of 1155s, so, you know, this is kind of like multi-token where you have this NFT because you cannot divide NFT, which is only one always because it's unique. But if you have projects which are selling something for $100,000 or $1 million, it's very difficult to sell because unless you will find out one person who will pay for that. You actually have to find a group of people who will pay $1 million. And usually it means if you have some sort of auction that they have to legally, they have to create some company. They all invest money into the company. This company actually bid for this in, in this auction. And then. Or the like company, a DAO.
0: Like a decentralized
1: uh, or organization. It's not about, it's about, it's not about DAO that much. Like yeah. it's more about legally being able, like let's say. We, both of us together would like to buy something for $10,000, right? You have 5,000, I have 5,000, but uh, we don't know each other. We don't trust each other that much. So who will own the NFT? It's only one. So would it be you or me? <laughs> yeah. So what will happen is we, we both will go create a company, that company we will own from 50% and that uh, company this company will own, own this NFT. NFT. Yes. But it's you know expensive. It's stupid and it's and it's tedious. So what this multi-token feature is doing is you have this one NFT, but at the same time and it's on-chain, it's not in OpenSea, and once it's once it leaves OpenC it's gone. It's really on-chain. You can have ERC20 included. So basically you can have, I don't know, million shares. And you can trade each of them, you can sell it. So, so this way we can both base five, pay 5,000. I will have 500,000 of, sh- of, of, shares. You will have 500,000. If you or if you will decide to sell 250, it's up to you. And, and it's always on chain. Always we know who owns what. That's something, especially for more expensive NFTs or NFTs connected to the, to the real world. This is something I'm uh, I'm very excited about, and then what we launched I think in April is uh, NFT realties. That's something I feel like it's also very successful. And NFT realties works like so: you have this NFT, and w- once you create this NFT as as an as an offer, you can you can say that you want to have ten percent of all future sales. So, you know, this is kind of what Hollywood is doing, right? Basically they are <laughs> taking this cut yeah. from everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is pretty much the same principle. And you have you have this there and 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 you can you can adjust it and, and you can go with percents or absolute amount. Yes. Um and it cannot be avoided, basically. So yeah. That's uh because it's on chain again. So yeah. that's and, kind of and
0: also you can have it for multiple people. I was
1: reading it somewhere, and you can you yeah. can it can do payouts to I think over a hundred different accounts at once. Yes. yes. So, a lot of fun. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> no. The reason why we are looking at it is because we are working with some celebrities in mm. Hollywood, and so that's what we want to do. Is that so? If the NFT resells. A part of it goes back to the celebrity yeah. and part of it goes to charity. So yeah. it does that every mm-hmm. time or, or it could support multiple charities and stuff. So
1: exactly. exactly. So that's
0: why that's part of the reason how I have come across uh, Tatsum <laughs> as well because of searching for these sort of different things and stuff. So yeah, another question I have for you is What is what are the few blockchains that you find will be really promising in 2022? I mean, this year.
1: Well, if you would ask me two days ago, I would say Polygon. I'm i uh, I'm still a huge f- fan of Solana. Yeah. Even though, you know, they have still, you know, even, yeah, even yesterday <laughs> again. Yeah. But I think they are doing great job. I, it's a bit more difficult blockchain than others. They have, you know, these accounts, accounts, sub- right. account, and it's becoming, yeah. And, and Rust, which is so. I think I think Solana is great. I'm I'm so looking forward we support Solana now so people yeah. don't have to know Rust anymore. <laughs> I'm a uh... I'm still waiting for Cardano, actually, to kind of create some reasonable version which can be used by developers because it's, yes. I mean, there's it's difficult to comment. I, when I'm saying something about blockchains, I don't care about coin market cap and prices and trading. We,
0: oh, yeah, 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 I know, I know, it's not for about developers, that, I, so, yeah, yeah, about developers, so, you know, this is, yeah. Um, My question is from the aspect of developers, don't worry about it as if they yeah, didn't so. have <laughs> a publicly traded <laughs> coin, <laughs> I'm talking about utility. <laughs>
1: But Cardano itself is, you know, the, the servers and and, and and overall is kind of, at least what we have seen, is very unstable. Very often there is even no RPC. You have to go from command line, which is basically you cannot scale really.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm still hoping they will do something a little bit more developer friendly, and if they will do that, maybe they might be very interesting because of the user base they have when it comes to the retail. So yeah. let's see. What I would say is surprise of the year to me is Celo, actually. Another A16Z yeah. project. I, I
0: was going to say another a
1: is a lot about Celo, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 it's, it's an amazing theme. And it works. The best thing about Celo is they actually made everything right. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, they are not that famous as Solana or, or others. And, uh, and the good thing is, even if you are not using Tatum, it's, it's Ethereum for but with a lot of benefits. Like, for example, Ethereum, I mean, of course, Ethereum is slow and expensive. And so it's, you know, much, much faster. They can do, I don't know, somewhere, I think between one, 2000 transactions per second, whereas, you know, Ethereum can do 15, Yeah. but they have some other benefits which you as a developer would appreciate a lot. So for example, if Ethereum do reworks, which means whatever happens in last three, four blocks, for example, can be changed. So yeah. if you think you will scan the block, last block, and that's it, you are wrong <laughs> because that can be changed and it actually happens. It's not, it's not like once a year, it's happening a lot. Yeah. Whereas solo is final. So whatever you see is true, is final. They're, they don't have reworks. It's minor thing, but very important. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I. I I feel like Solo is last year they did amazing job We actually did some hackathons together and and I think they the team is great so let's see Binance smart chain has been used a lot always uh, also even though we must so already many more alt- alt coins,
0: yeah altcoins coins are born there <laughs> on the Binance yeah. smart chain that's why it does get sometimes sort of not that good a name like because <laughs> you know so many it's so easy to Create your own token or create your own coin it is, on it Binance. There's it it been a lot of, I don't know. You maybe you can say scam coins <laughs> that have been coming yeah, through that yeah. that it got a bit of a negative press and stuff. But but that's that's bound to happen. You know, it could happen to any any chain. Yeah.
1: So what is interesting, by the way, we actually so apps built on Tatum. We basically process in a week somewhere between one billion and $10 billion. So apps built on day are doing, mm-hmm. and it's just when it comes to cryptocurrencies, I I don't count NFTs and some ERC-20, we don't know the value. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was surprising to me is that the most used, when it comes to the volume, when it comes to re- dollar value of transaction, okay. I, I, I will let you guess, which blockchain do you think is doing the biggest volume of transactions? And I will give you a hint, it's not Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest volume of transactions? Um, In dollars, basically, out of those billions, it's the major of transactions when it comes to dollar uh, value. Is being done by which chain do <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: that is the hard one. I would have said Polygon, but I'm not sure anymore. <laughs>
1: Mm-mm, no, it's Strong, actually. It's Strong. Mm. Yes, if you would kill me, I wouldn't guess that. Too. <laughs> no, wait.
0: That's a name back from the 2017
1: 18 era. It's true. It's true. Numbers don't lie. I can, they don't. And it, it gets worse. The second one, which is doing actually even the biggest, on the biggest uh, transactions on average, like the size on average is, is huge. It's Litecoin.
0: Litecoin. <laughs> Litecoin. <laughs> I know. I mean, the. The thing is that you don't even see these names in coin market cap in top 10 but these used to be in the top 10 in 2017 18 then neo and quite a few monero and quite a few mm. used to be up there that you don't see anymore bitcoin yeah. gold and all these used to be there but yeah on this note let's take a break and move on to the next episode I had two one hour conversations with Jerry and I thought it would be best to divide this episode into multiple sections and multiple topics. In the next episode, Jiri and I talk about um, Decentralized Autonomous Organizations or DAOs. And also thank you to you, the audience of this podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in and listening to this episode. I would love to connect with you, so reach out to me. Reach out to me if you have any questions about Web3. I would love to answer them. And if I cannot, then I will find an expert who can. Finally, share this podcast with a friend who you think should know and learn more about Web3, who you think should get involved in the world of crypto, decentralized finance, metaverse, NFTs, and more. Thank you once again, and have a fantastic day.